Welcome to the Windy City Bender Podcast with your hosts, Noli, Potsy, Jero, and Tanner. All right, guys, <laughs> welcome to episode 81 of the Windy City Benders Podcast. It is the HOSA. The and, motherfucking Hosa, baby. Yeah, Tana represented, you know, because Noli decides he wants to go to Arizona instead of, you know, recording on one of his favorite players. Um, <laughs> so, no Noli. Pots is still moving into his place, so it doesn't have internet yet. That's so, not the first thing that you get when you move in, but apparently, whatever. <laughs> so, we are joined today by a very special guest. Uh, he is a member of the Kendrick Fantasy Hockey League. <laughs> First place right now, too. First place, place right now. Place, just to let you know. One of my best buddies played <laughs> high school hockey with him. He went and played at Western Michigan – or not Western Michigan. That's your brother. He played at Western Illinois. Did dog shit nothing after that. <laughs> so I- coaching in Janesville, Wisconsin. <laughs> my buddy, Kevin Megan. Welcome Ooh. to the pod, my dude. Thanks for having me on, boys. This is, this is fun already. <laughs> I get fucking hyped. Oh, I, know. I don't even know why I didn't tell you just to do the intro. I don't either. I was like, I don't even care what you're saying. I'm jumping in. I know what's going on. <laughs> so, and as usual, we are joined by Tanner as well. How you doing, What's buddy? up? What's up? Let's do it. It's fucking, oh, man. I'm so excited for Hawks Talk. Lots of, lots going on. Uh, kind of a big change from how it was last week uh, episode here. Um, so, let's start with some Hawks Talk. Um, are the Hawks back, boys? Ah, I think they're on their way. You know, things are clicking. They, uh, what they went, I don't know. Did we record? We record during that, that Vancouver game. Yeah. And so they ended up winning that. And then they lost to Pittsburgh, beat Toronto and beat Vegas. So they would just went three and one in a week. Um, disregarding all the shots against. Pretty fucking good. Yeah. (laughs) A win's a win, you know? So, so the last the, last, the last four it. games, yeah, last four games, out of eight possible points, they picked up seven. Um, through the month of November, they are four, one, and two. Is it frozen? Am I frozen? No, Tanner's frozen though. Oh no! <laughs> you good, Tanner? That's all good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I don't know if you heard that. So. Last four games, out of eight possible points, they pick up seven. In the month of November, they are 4-1-2 and two right now. Um, it's definitely looking good. Um, yeah, I think the main concern right now is just those shots against. Yeah, I was actually watching uh, – I was reading a couple of reports on NBC Sports, and they – the Hawks, like, changed their system, I guess, their offensive system. They haven't changed anything on their defensive side. But since, like, November started, they had some sort of team meeting – and called and was like, oh, I took what they said, and we just let them be more free on the offensive zone. So it's a real big transition game. So, like, if you look back at all their games, every time someone scores, it's like two goals one way, three goals the other way, and then two goals and then three goals. It's every game that they've played in in this streak has been like two to three goals either way. So defensively, they're, is- they're, they're not much better than they yeah. were before, but offensively – they're just crushing is, it right now. This is what we were seeing like last season in March in like mm-hmm. February when they're like, oh my God, the offense is clicking. There's about eight to nine goals each game just all together because we are just firing on all cylinders offensively and just giving up dog shit on the defense. The only like better thing about this year is we have 
not only Crow, but Robin Lehner. And they both showed this within the past week that it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys go score. I'm going to go stand on my fucking head real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going just gonna to bail everybody out because, the, like, last pod, we were talking about how Lehner is killing it and, and Crow's not looking too good. Holy shit. That Crawford in that night? Vegas game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on? Like, nothing was going in. And then I was like, in the last minute, it, we were up like what five to one five i was like two. five two i was like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna put one in it's gonna be some garbage goal and of course like nate schmidt just like gets it just throws it at the net and just fucking goes in and crawford's like i don't fucking care man like, <laughs> yeah my <laughs> same percentage is still over 90 like what <laughs> <laughs> i love how they go down 2-0 and then they can score five goals unanswered just yeah. nobody <laughs> just nothing there's like uh-huh. hey, we're just gonna put these in what was it that tuck that tuck shot tuck, that went yeah. right off the right oh off the I thought that was just in. I was like, oh, my God, that's in and out. That's fucking, ooh. Well, the ref just, like, his hand just went right for it. He's like, yeah, I'm not even going to – like, that's definitely a goal. It had to have been a goal. I didn't think like, Tuck thought that went in because, like, showing him behind the net, like, celebrating. Yeah. At that point, he's like, oh, all right, does a stoic twirl and, like, points yeah. to the and just takes off. Dude, but what a fucking rocket of a shot yeah. that was, too. I was like, oh, my God. Fuck, he, he's sweet. Tuck's pretty sweet. That that mustache too. That oh mustache yeah, chin strap. Yeah. Also, he was all over the place the entire game. Like I fucking, it felt like he had like at least nine or ten shots. It was ridiculous. It how like, much he had the puck and drove the play. Yeah, the last couple of years he's shown that he's like he's a he's a really good depth player. And it's like stuff like that. Like you just leave him open, and the hawk defense just like. Where were you on that? And like, there was like five or six of those last night where you're like, "What happened?" Like, oh, <laughs> it's like hail mary passes going past the defense. There was like so many times it was just like a break back and forth, and you're just like, "What is? What is good? What is going on?" Like, it's yeah. just it's, it's just a three on one one way. Now it's a like a two on one the other way. It's like, what the fuck is happening? It's absolutely no defense. Like everybody's trying to pinch, and they're like, "Fuck it!" Like our goalies are fucking sick. Like we're just gonna go for it. Okay. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so kind of what you mentioned earlier, the shot situation going on. This is something Poets actually wanted us to bring up as well. Um, I went back through all the games in November for shots. So, last night, Vegas had 42. Mm -hmm. The Leafs had 57. (laughs) Pittsburgh had 31. Vancouver, 38. The Ducks, 38. And then the Kings, 49. The Kings had 49? Dude, this is – we're not going to last – Allowing um, fucking shots. Well, yeah, they just—they did are. just send down Boquist today, yeah. too. So they're trying to figure out defense. Like they're just trying to figure out who can they get out there that won't let up shots. Well, Connor, yeah. So Connor Murphy's going to be coming back, which hopefully, mm-hmm. I mean, have another defensive defenseman out there is going to be hopefully. <laughs> but, yeah, hopefully. I mean, yeah, let's, let's reiterate how hopeful we are for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the Hawks are last in the league in shots against per game. Oh god. They have, they're literally averaging 37 shots against per game. That is insane because let's say like the goalies are playing super well and like they are getting like a 90% save percentage. That's still 3.7 goals per game if they're at 90% and you need to score at least four goals a game then on just like just averaging things out. Like you need to score at least four goals a game. Assuming your goalie is standing on his head and you're giving up this many plus shots of fucking game. Like, that is ridiculous. 
the funny thing is they can they can do it with the firepower that they have. Yeah, they, they can. Just, <laughs> <laughs> how how much can you see? They have one line right now that's that's like consistently scoring and has yeah. been the entire year pretty much. But yeah, that's I mean now that they're back together, like the like Kane, Debrinket, and Strom line is ridiculous. <laughs> but like even just going back to like that vague, that Vegas game after that tuck shot, it was him versus Calvin DeHaan, and then. Calvin DeHaan just goes back the other way then on the very next play and fucking shows him how it's actually done going fucking bar down. It's like, God damn. Like when you get luck like that, where you're like the shot that's so close doesn't even count as a shot technically because it just hit the post. Yeah. So, so that's a, that's like literally that was 43 shots really. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you just go down and like Calvin DeHaan gets his first of the year on a fucking beauty. And then not even like a minute later, Gustafson just like, oh, we going top glove today? And he just fucking <laughs> – he just, he just rips one as well. He fucking. sneaks one in. He's like, he's like dude, defensively, he's like one of the most scary guys to have out there because you're like, when is Gustafson just going to give up a, a big slice of pizza in front of his own net? But he'll go out and score three goals in a game sometimes. But holy fuck, did he need that goal though? I know. Like yeah. his fucking sell after that, that was giant fucking <laughs> monkey off the back. Like, let's go. Oh, yeah. I fucking love it. And, like, the crazy thing, like, I understand, like, Gustafson, like, so now, now that we're, like, a little bit talking about him, I understand he's not the best defensively in his own zone. But, honestly, like, transition defense, if he's chasing somebody down or if he's, like, the only one back, I'm kind of not scared. He's really aggressive with his stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he always, like, either gets a piece of the puck or gets the fuck away. And, I like, he's not the strongest in front of the net or in his defensive zone. But transition defense, I see him, I'm like, it'll be fine. What does what doesn't help for him though too is like the lack of defensive defensemen on our team. There's like there's nobody that we can pair with him to kind of pick up for him. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that can move their feet. Like, yeah, so it's like you know you have this offensive minded guy, and then there's nobody coming back to cover his ass. You know he's yeah. been paired with Keith, and we all know fucking Keith's a liability. And <laughs> it's just there's no yeah there's no one with with the right amount of speed that can that has the smarts to play with them everyone who's smart enough is just slow like Mata yeah. and Murphy and yeah and and Dehana are just like way too slow to keep up with with Gustafson but like you said like Keith is just he has, he has times where he shines he literally had the puck in the corner last night and the, he dilly dallied around three guys and then just gives up uh, the puck right up to the point and it's like what did you do all that work for and like showcase all this talent, and then you can't even get the puck out of the zone. Was it yeah. the first uh, Vegas goal or the second one that Keith essentially like pushed the guy into into Crow? I think it was the second one. Yeah, I was gonna say the first one is when he like lost the puck in the corner. Yeah, and then the play so, kind of developed up top, and then it was a shot from the point that got like tipped. Yeah, I think Noli was texting the group about that goal, and he's like, "Oh, and he will check's like, yeah, Keith was all over him, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, all over him, right in the fucking net." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well, oh, geez. I mean, story of the story of the fucking game was Corey Crawford. Like, yeah. I mean, we were we were talking about it too. Like the penalty shots. What the hell was like? There was two penalty shots. Like, I would, yeah. I missed the first ten minutes of the game, and then like I saw the second one, which was a terrible fucking call. Yeah. What did they say that he threw his stick? Right. They said he threw his stick when he went for a poke check, and he, and mm-hmm. his legs took his stick out of his hand, and I was just like, what the fuck? And like Gustafson was losing it like yeah. at the ref. Who's who's the coach of uh of Vegas? He was he even looked at the screen. Oh, he was Gerard just like, he was just, Gallant was just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, all right, we'll, we'll take that one. Yeah. Uh, luckily, like Crawford just fucking stones him. It was oh, 
I love it. It just feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, to, to finally, even just, just to have a competing team after like the last yeah. couple of years, how they've just been like kind of down in the dumps and slow and they haven't, you know, at the end of last year, you know, that's it was what one, they looked it was like. The best, <laughs> no, the end of last year is when it like, I yeah. mean, not the very end, but like the that like middle part of like January or like, well, basically December, like up through March, like it was all exciting hockey. It was yeah. fun to watch. Even if they were losing yeah. games, it was fucking fun. And it sucks that, like, in crunch time at the end of the season, they didn't get the wins they needed to get into the playoffs. It was because they were very close. But at least they didn't come in last because fuck Minnesota. And, <laughs> and that's how you get the third overall pick. <laughs> and then Who's, the, who's and, on the team right now? Does, yeah, exactly. How great is that? I'm sure Don good. is probably super happy he's not fucking in Minnesota or somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Fucking love Chicago. And then they start slow again at the beginning of the season. It's like, wow, what happened to, like, where did this dog shit hockey come from? And then now it's back to exciting fucking hockey, even though it's like, it's going to give me a heart attack. But, hey, we're winning. Let's yeah. fucking do it. Like, yeah. I think it definitely goes back to, like, what uh, Mika was talking about earlier with, like, them changing the systems up. Like, I feel like Carlton's just letting the guys play now and not trying yeah. to make this overcomplicated and do all these, like, little systems. Like, you have some of the best players in the fucking league. Let them go fucking do their thing. Don't overcoach. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe, like, the third, fourth line, you know, maybe try to put that system out there mm-hmm. or, you know, try to overcoach it a little bit. But that fucking Kane, Strom, Debrinket line, um, Taze, like, just let them fucking play. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't overthink it. Let's work yeah. on those defensive systems, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those are offense, clearly well, offense that, is not your issue. The yeah, best and, defense is a great offense. <laughs> <laughs> if you control the puck 59 minutes of the game, you're fine. You're oh, hell yeah, fine. dude. <laughs> Well, that was oh, in, that, in that article. He said, like, yeah, yeah like, I, when, he, when he came in last season, all he – he never changed anything with the offense because he was just so focused on just not letting anyone score that he just was like, whatever, just just do whatever you do, and just hopefully we can just stop more. We cannot score, let them score as many pucks as as you go and score. And then they try to overdo it this year. Like you can't take like as much as Kane does yeah. back check and and you know Sean to Brinkett and guys like that. They need yeah. to be up and they need to be forechecking. Like it, don't <laughs> sacrifice your offense to try and fix your defense. If if, yeah. if that's still not working, then let the offense do their thing, which is what it appears that, like that they've been changing. Yeah. Like, so and you go out and get a number, another number one goalie. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you get a Vesna candidate from like last season who had <laughs> unreal numbers, and the Islanders were like, well. He was okay. And it's just like, well, all right, we'll take him. Fine, thank you. Fuck. Oh, man. Did you guys uh, uh, um, hear about the, the quote that Leonard said? This is like two weeks ago about being on teams that let up a bunch of shots. And he Buffalo. was like, and he was like, yeah, I've been, on a, I've been on a bunch of bad defensive teams. And he's basically like, call out the Hawks, but it's like, I'll, I'll carry this team. He's like, yeah, that he's was like, like his vote of confidence. Okay. Yeah, he's so like, I, I'm good. <laughs> I fucking love him because he's so honest in like his post game like conferences and stuff like that. Like he just doesn't give a shit. And I fucking no. love that. Oh, that was like what it was. Uh, so in the Toronto game where he just fucking stood on his head again, like he actually had the post game conference or the post game talk like to the to the fans, and it was just like. I wonder if he's just going to kind of sewer, like skewer the team a little bit and be like, I mean, I fucking played great, and I still got the <laughs> second star. Like, what the fuck? 53 saves, ties his career high, the fucking win. Oh, my this God. This is what killed me about that game, too. Is So, we go – we had a one of our showcase games, and we're getting on the ice, and it's 4-1 to one hot. So, I'm like, all right, get off the ice. I look at my phone, and I see Tanner. 
53 fucking shots. Are you kidding me? I'm like, what are you talking about? Pull up the game. I'm like, they almost fucking blew that. Like, blew, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was literally like they were up and they were playing great. And I didn't get to see any of that. And then I finally get to watch it because I got home from work. And I'm like, oh my God, are we going to have any offense anymore? Like, <laughs> Like, even, I think it was, like, Babcock was talking about, he's like, I think I played Austin Matthews too much because he had the puck more than anybody I've ever seen ever in that second <laughs> half of that game. And I was like, he's just going to fucking do something. He's going to do something. And he yeah, was give like, him, give him that much time. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's like, you can't just let him do that. It was, especially with, like, the way they play defense and it's, like, like really weird passive kind of zone most of the time. And he just kind of, like, trot around, the, like, the outside and be like, mm-hmm. uh, that guy's open here. Like, what the fuck? Like, have you guys yeah. seen this? Like, are we, how many shots do we have right now? Oh, we're at 30-something at the end of the second? Cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. And with the speed, if anybody goes chasing them, you got, you got two guys that are open with the puck now. Yeah, like, if I, any defenseman goes and chases Austin Matthews in the corner, he's, he's not getting out of there. Like, Austin Matthews is coming out with that puck. Yeah, I think, honestly, <laughs> that was, like, a game that we were pretty lucky to win because it was a back-to-back night for them. And mm-hmm. we were playing Michael Hutchinson instead of Frederick Anderson. And, and we broke Like, Marner, Marner was hurt, and it yeah. was like, okay. Like, maybe we would have won again because, I mean, Laner just, you know, fucking – Yeah. He's a carpenter. He's just always building a wall. <laughs> and he's, he's just fucking so good. Um, I guess he would more, more of a bricklayer, you know, but he's, he's, a, he's a handyman. That's what it is. <laughs> he's a jack of all trades. He's a goalie, bricklayer, carpenter. He, Whatever he wants to do. Definitely not union, though. Definitely not union. He's freelance. <laughs> Dude, if he was union. Like, I mean, I mean, he is union. They have the NHLPA, like the Players Association. Like, what are you talking about? That's what they are. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. So, you know, what's not a really big surprise right now is uh, Patrick Kane being Patrick Kane. Yeah. This kid. It's not. Holy <laughs> fuck. So, this kid, he's fucking like 31 and like a yeah, whatever. Or something like that. He's I mean, in my mind, whatever, he, in my know. mind, he's always gonna be like 25, 26 because he doesn't doesn't lose a step and he just scores like nonstop. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like he, fuck, he just man. has the authority to go in any at any point in the game. It's just like okay, they're not down because Patrick Kane is still playing. Like he yeah. can come in and they'll just drop three on you and then just walk out the building. It doesn't matter. Whatever. It doesn't matter how baby. bad our team is. It's mm-hmm. hard to count us out when you have a player like Patrick Kane out there. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. And November. So this month alone, I saw a stat. I could, I forgot to look up everything else around it. Going into yesterday's game, he was tied for lead league in points through the month of November with 11 points. Oof. He put up three more last night. Yeah. So he's got 14 points this month, six goals, eight assists, and was that seven games they played? Yeah. Jesus. I think he's got like 10 points in his last five. He's got a couple couple games. I think it was like like three or two of the four. He's had at least three points. He's definitely like put up a few multi point games recently. Like, like, like three or more. Yeah. I like yesterday and I think think maybe Toronto. Toronto yeah but I can be wrong um I can't think of it off the top of my head but yeah I like it's definitely kind of ridiculous that I mean they were scoring like at least like four or five goals like the last two games and he's a part of at least three of them like it's kind of fucking amazing also I forgot to mention uh the Hawks finally beat the Vegas Golden Knights 
Oh yeah, first time. <laughs> for, for the first time in uh, <laughs> franchise history. In their very it long, long seems like history. It seems like <laughs> like a fucking forever. They finally did it. <laughs> Last team in the NHL to do so. <laughs> but Jesus, they really wanted to like not let that happen, but Crow was just like, "No, we're gonna end this here." Well, the the the, the Hawks players just they gotta love Vegas too much. Like they, yeah. Vegas has the best like home record over the last two years not this year but the last two years just because everyone goes there and parties like you hear about a vander kane dropping like he has like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars oh it's five hundred thousand dollars five hundred yeah yeah Yeah. so it's like dude that's in the playoffs what do you do did you see john scott's tweet about that no so that that story came out and john scott quote tweeted he goes vander kane uh Go deep dive in to see if you can find if Ryan Reeves has any parking tickets in St. Louis or like. That's a fucking good one. I was going to say, like, with their loss to Pittsburgh, that was actually one of the first times that Cindy Crosby has beaten them. And I don't remember how long, but it's been like years. It was um, it was an 11 game winning streak for the Hawks. Is it? Right. Well, that's still that's still pens, some yeah. that's still like a good fucking amount of years because I only play them like twice a year. Yeah, yeah. it's like last like five years or so, and they haven't beat them. So they still haven't beat them at home. Like I think Crosby has never beat them at home or something like that. So I saw something online. It was like the Crosby fucking streak had to die for the Vegas streak to to die as well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> there was like a dub because the team we haven't beat, but you know. So fuck, is, man. Is that is that is that karma? Is that dharma? I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. One thing has to happen while the other. Yeah, dude. I was because... looking at my tarot cards, and they told me the karma was all about that. And I was just like I looking at my Ouija board too. Store and now they're... <laughs> oh man. So the Hawks in retrograde. Eleven. <laughs> Let's see. So they got a pretty decent schedule coming up. I don't, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I, don't know. I see it all over. Like Mercury's in retrograde. Like I don't even know what that means. Do you know what that means? No. <laughs> so this uh, weekend they got they got the Preds in Nashville. Then they got the Sabers at home on Sunday. What are the chances they keep the Predators under fifty shots? Oh God. What, <laughs> yeah. What was it that first time they played them? It was like fifty-three. And they had like what twelve? Um. Yeah, what's like yeah, probably stupid. here. Here, let's see. Um, it was fifty-one to twenty. Oh my! They lost three to nothing. That was uh Pecorino's like easier shutout. So hopefully, oh, yeah. like, that lights a fire under their ass. And, I mean, they're scoring. They're scoring real, real yeah. fucking well right now. So mm-hmm. I bet you Kaner gets a fucking natural hat trick to start the fucking game. All three in one period. But that's only if. uh Rene's playing because maybe he's not. You never know. Maybe UC Saros is in. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, both those guys are like they're both. Just you got it. Giant Swedes, man. Yeah, <laughs> or no, giant, giant Finnish. They're Finns. <laughs> they're fucking massive. They're like six four and like six five. Like yeah. Now we got Robin Lehner, who's like six four, which is cool. <laughs> we'll match them. Swede versus Finn. Let's do it. Do you think? Oh, actually, do you think that Lehner will get the the start the next game, or do you think? Crow is going to get the I start. Think, like, they've think, all played, like, unbelievable. See, that's tough because it kind of goes back to what we talked about last week. It's, like, really who's got that – because I know it's, like, a 1A, 1B situation, but it's, mm-hmm. like, at every time you think one one goalie's running away with, like, the 1A, the next yeah. one comes off and it's fucking just, <laughs> yeah. nope, I'm taking this. So Well, their, their stats are pretty much identical other than save percentage. In yeah. Goals against that. Like, their wins, they're, like, it's, like, 4-3-2 and, and then 3-4-2. and two. 
So yeah, it's like you can put either one in right now, especially with how good they're doing offensively. Like it's first, it's crazy to talk about how great they have played so recently in the last two games, knowing that we have seven goals against as like in those two games. <laughs> it's like who fucking cares? We have ten goals for. There's seven goals against, and we're still praising them. Like fuck, the, like it honestly could have been like eight or nine goals against like in either of those games if they're an average goaltender. And 99 <laughs> fucking shots in those two games against. <laughs> and, seven, and seven goals against. I'll fucking take that any day. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's silly. It's silly. And they're not even – how many – are they getting 30 shots, like four each game, I would assume? Yeah, like right they, around, they average like they, 30 they, shots they, a game. They, they averaged 60 shots for and almost 100 against. And we're like, we're winning, baby. Like, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's sustainable? I believe so. Um, <laughs> don't let the stats Statistically fool speaking. you. <laughs> Did we oh call up uh, Delia and, uh, you know, give one of these guys a break for a little bit? <laughs> like, yeah, they, they both need a break. Like, <laughs> No, just 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 do what they did with Jarmelson for all those years, and just don't let them practice. Just no goalies at practice. <laughs> They're getting fifty shots a game. They already got enough practice. Like the warm up, <laughs> the warm up is all they need. Fucking good. Oh man. Fuck. All right. Well, all right. yeah. So after Nashville and Buffalo, they got a uh, well. Buffalo's at home. Buffalo's I think. Still- I think personally, I okay. think Liner should play Saturday, Crow on Sunday. Yeah. I mean. Either yeah. I mean I, I'm fine with either way. Right. Yeah. I think I, I think I think giving Crow a little bit more time off after that fucking performance mm-hmm. is good too. I think and he's like the only one I'm just worry about actually. I'm so trust. I'm like I feel so great about having them in that. It's fucking mm-hmm. great. Let's, but like after the beginning of the season, I was like, oh man, nothing's really working. And it's like, okay, the goalies are doing really <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's fuck. like I think I said this, but like before in the season preview, it's weird knowing that the goaltending isn't our concern. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> it's fucking Nashville's away. Two years have been here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. It's been a crow, like a crow show, and then, like, yeah. he's gotten hurt, and you're like, oh, so we're just going to lose now. Yeah. <laughs> Every game. Yeah. And you so. have Forsberg, and then you throw him out there for 40-something games. You're like, he didn't do well. It's like, no one on the Hawks did well that year. I don't know <laughs> why you, you got to hang I still, feel, I still hey. feel bad for Forsberg, man. He got screwed. Yeah, but we got DeHaan out of him, so that's great. <laughs> that's true. Um, so, like, back to the schedule. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nashville away, and then we got a three-game homestand. So it's Buffalo Sunday, Carolina Tuesday, and Tampa, Tampa Bay on Thursday. Which is the Brent Seabrook bobblehead night. Oh, the Tampa game? Yeah. No shit. Okay. You think you think they scratch him for that night? Oh, oh, God. No way. No way. Pollock doesn't scratch him on his on his own night. Like they're buddies. <laughs> What's I mean, going that, on? That's a Babcock move, to be honest. Yeah. One hundred percent. Oh, it's your bobblehead night. Go sit in the stands. Go get yourself yeah. one, kid. <laughs> oh my God! All right. So, real quick, I I have the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and. Uh, the Rangers game on in the background. Let me guess, Vasilevsky just let up like twenty goals. No, every time I look up, fucking Tampa is scored, and they're up eight to one. What? <laughs> yeah. No. So, we play Tampa next Thursday, and I really hope they don't start clicking because fuck. <laughs> yeah, that team. What the fuck's going on with them this year? Oh my god, that's insane. And and they're still above five hundred. They're eight five and two. It's like yeah. Tampa's having a really bad year, and it's like, what are they second or third in their in their also division? 
not the end of the second period yet. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> so fuck, but we'll see. The Hawks are high flying. Maybe that dude that watch, watch that game be like a fucking ten to nine fucking shootout win or something like that. That's one of those ones where you're just like, yeah, just bet the over. Bet whatever the yeah. over is. I don't care. I'm putting it on. Tampa Bay is getting 60-plus <laughs> shots. The Hawks are going to get 34, <laughs> and it's going to be a 6-6 six to six tie at the end of the game. <laughs> I'm calling it, man. I'm calling Nashville. Kaner's going to natty hattie at the beginning of the game. First game. <laughs> Tampa and the Hawks are going fucking OT 6-6. Six, six. Fucking, it's going to be a wild week. <laughs> All right, oh, so uh, before we wrap up Hawks talk, Thanksgiving is two weeks away. Hawks are three points out of that playoff spot for even the division and the wild card. Technically, that last spot's 21 points. They're at 18 right now. Um, you all know Noli's favorite stat is, what is it, 75% of the teams in a playoff spot at Thanksgiving end up making yeah. the playoffs. Mm-hmm. How you guys feeling that? or? I mean, we still have games in hand on plenty of these teams. We have – like, the only teams that have the same amount of games played as us are Colorado and Nashville, which, fuck, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Minnesota and L.A., and they're both at the bottom oh, of the rankings. So, like, Calgary's fucking three games ahead of us and only five points, and we're on a point streak right now. And it's very possible that we can just jump in there. But, I mean, we're always going to have a little bit less points, I feel like, than the teams that are winning just because we have so many less games played. Yeah. Yeah. But they keep playing the way they're playing, keep winning games, at least getting a point. Like, yeah. So I'm saying it's got to go back to, like, that lockout year where they, or the shortened season when they had that, like, what, 28-game point streak? It was 25. Yeah. Get off 25? Or 27, right around there. All right, yeah. As long as Fuck you get – you, Varlamov. As long as you get one fucking point, that's all that matters at this point. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that's the thing, too, that not – it's not going to hurt them too much if they lose these games against, like, Buffalo, Carolina, and Tampa just because they're not in the – like – in the conference or the division, mm-hmm. but those are games that are like, we should, we should win. You know, we should, yeah. we should do pretty good. <laughs> like hopefully yeah. as long as we keep our offense, just fucking flying high. And I think it's Kaner point streak time and who knows, maybe he's going to try and break his own record again. Isn't he like, is he, isn't he like first and second in like American point streaks or like, ga- so. like games with a point? I, I, yeah. He's got some sort of crazy. American he's got, he's got, I, think he's, like I think he's first and second in that. And like, well, now it's about the time that Kaner is uh, getting his point streak uh, fucking rolling. And yeah, yeah, I I've been I've been watching in and out of those of like the Hawks games since I've been all the way out in Boston uh, for the last couple months. But like the game last night, I was seeing some some things that like we haven't had in a very long time. Like depth guys that are just doing a role, like Carpenter, yeah. Ryan yeah. Carpenter. What what? How do we get him? Like. Sneaky, sneaky. Dude, I love that good. guy. We signed, yeah. him. we signed him from Vegas. He's, yeah. He's actually had a very good start to the season playing is, third, fourth line minutes. Mm-hmm. He is like that that third, fourth line center that you can just throw out in any situation. You're like, he's going to give you everything you got for the puck. Like he's – I think he's uh, over 50% in faceoff. But, he's a he's plus got like, five as well. Yeah. And, and, especially and he since just, he's not out there like all the time when we've been mm-hmm. scoring like crazy. He was a plus player when we were playing like shit. Yeah. It's like I think guys just gotta start figuring out like, like that third line. I love that Shaw Camp, uh, Kubelik, yeah line. Yeah. Oh, Kubelik, I I can't wait. Camp for and him Kubelik just... are just like 
really, really Dude, good I together. Fucking mm-hmm. love Kubalik. Yeah. I'm so glad we were able to pick that kid up. He fucking, he's yeah. a he's a shooter. He wants to just yeah. fucking put that puck on that. He he's a, he's, yeah. he's our Ovi. Oh, yeah. Like we need it's to get good. him on that power play more, man. <laughs> oh like, yeah. He he he's got such a good upside, and I think he's like he, like you see him in interviews, and he's such like this like methodical type player where like you don't ever see these foreign guys that'd be like yeah i shoot puck score type, type guys you know what I mean? <laughs> or like i see him open i pass him puck you know and he's just like yeah i really thought about where that was gonna go and like he's just such an oddball i just yeah. i can't wait for him to finally like open up like on the ice just be a fucking weirdo yeah. just be like a brisgolov yeah then you, gotta, then you gotta worry about a, a goal scorer on that line with with sean camp just like yeah. hitting you every time you get the puck they're just gonna go right at your head like Dude, Camp is having a, a sneaky good season too. Like he yeah. is, he's actually like looking really good. He's driving a lot of plays, and like like you said, like they are hot, they're all over. They are yeah. fucking on the four check. They're on the back check. They're fucking moving their feet and just like getting. They're creating chances like crazy for them, mm-hmm. which you don't see on a lot of third lines. Usually, it's like a sustained like make sure they don't score while our guys are resting that are going to score. Yeah. Like, but it looks. I good. really, I really hope too. Zach Smith can adjust to like his new role as that like bottom bottom six like yeah. player because I like him a lot. I think that was a good trade, you know, cheaper contract, get yeah. rid of him eating off. But it's just he's never been that type of player that is, that plays that bottom six role. But if he can turn it up, like having him and Carpenter down there, oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean and they're really good defensively. So like having Doc on that line it's kind of like, okay, we understand he's going to make some mistakes, but these guys are fucking so good, like, defensively that, like, we'll kind of allow him to, like, not get down on himself because it's like a, a mistake's not going to be in the back of our own net. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? The right guys the right guys to teach him that that role. Yeah. He, Maybe gives him a little bit like more free reign. that puck on his stick. He, Dude, he doesn't he, look like an 18-year-old kid when yeah. he gets the puck no. and he goes in the corner. Like, he's coming out of those battles, and you're like, you don't ever see that from – and he's a 19-year-old he, kid. He fucking – that goal that he had against Vegas was just him working hard, getting to the mm-hmm. net. And, like, you Sticking see it. Every, it. That's just yeah. each, each of his goals have been, like, like fucking get to the net, and he the puck just finds him. And the first one off his leg. The second one was just a little, like, rebound that flashed out to the side, and he fucking buried it as hard as he could. And then the same thing yesterday. He was mm-hmm. just fucking – That was a little bit of a – do you think he threw that one on net so hard as a redemption for the first his first career goal against Vegas, just being so like <laughs> shit? So he's like, I gotta fucking make sure this is good. <laughs> I think he like, doesn't give a shit, and he would kick it in if he could. No. <laughs> yeah, I believe it was all for the the show because he was going out on town in Vegas after that. It was, it was like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna make a statement right now. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious! I'm sure like anywhere in Vegas is just like I don't know who you are. I'm so <laughs> speaking of Doc though too. He he posted, I don't know if you saw his Instagram. He posted a picture of him and Boquist, and the caption was like, always my buddy. Like, he's already, like, missing the fucking kid. Oh, that's <laughs> Dude, they were fucking our first-round draft picks the last two Dude, years. Dude, Dom, Dom on the bench at the CPHL was fucking hilarious. Like, I fucking forgot, forget that they're 18, 19-year-old kids. The shit that they're talking about, or, like, joking <laughs> around while I'm like, like – Thinking, well, fuck, you guys are NHLers. Come on, fucking figure it out. And I'm like, you're poop. fucking a kid. All right, let's go. <laughs> Whoa, what's that wording? Whoa. That wording you yeah, used yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to call it out because it's <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah, all right. So. All right, so speaking of wordings, let's uh, move to NHL talk. <laughs> hey. Oh, wait, wait, one question. Who's going to yeah. take that spot that now that Boquist is gone? Connor uh, Murphy. Connor Murphy. 
Oh, he's coming. But yeah, I think he's he's about to come back. Yeah. Okay, so that's why he didn't send him down. Not because. Yeah, 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 no, I don't think it was like for any reason or anything like that. I think it's because yeah, Murphy's coming back, and with who's it, Gus and. Oh, who's the other guy? Is it Cuckoo's more offensive? Cuckoo? No. Cuckoo. Yeah. Okay. No. Cuckoo's the guy, the guy that they they have to scratch then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's still like the seventh D. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, like with all the guys that you have there, I think he's the only one that's able to go down without, to the AHL without waivers. Yeah. Yeah. Which okay. makes sense. Yeah. But, he's gonna be. I think he's just gonna be one of those guys for this year. He's gonna be the yeah. guy like come up. See if you can get him on a streak. If he doesn't I mean, streak, send him back down because he's just going to keep tearing it up. Unless he is fucking just on a roll and tearing yeah. it up in the AHL and it's just mm-hmm. like he's too good to fucking be there, then you bring him up and just risk losing somebody to waivers or try and maybe move someone and so you can bring him up too. Yeah. And there's a couple of guys on Rockford right now that are just absolutely just lighting it up. Dylan like, Sakura, baby. Oh, Five babe. and a half, baby. Let's go. When are they when, when are the Sakuras gonna make both make it? Like when when are we gonna have an open opportunity for them? Because I I don't see them making it unless they like really push themselves. Like Dylan Sakura is not scoring a goal in the NHL. He's, this year, yeah, you're right. You he that. scored five and a half. <laughs> five and a half. <laughs> I don't know. Like the team's good. Too many good players on it right now. I don't need uh don't need any more undersized guys. <laughs> You will not I, win this bet. You will. You can not. let Nylander. You can let Nylander just go down. You know. No, 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 no. Nylander's fucking. Nylander's good. I like. I like him. I don't like that yeah. he gets like moved off of the line. But I understand when you like yesterday versus, versus Vegas, they moved him off the Taze line just to keep it a little bit more defensive, putting Shaw mm-hmm. up there. And then it was like, oh, and then Strom puts us up by a couple, like another goal, and then Nylander's back out there on that line. It's like I get it. Like you want to put out somebody a little bit more defensive. That's with Taze and inside, but yeah. He doesn't play bad. Like he's not. It's not like it's deserving that he comes off the line. I just understand the the mindset and the change of the lines. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's um, got he's got he's had some flashes of like wow. You can really see his talent, like his vision. Yeah, I think he it was a it was a shot from Saad, and he went to go like tip it, and you're just like oh you're in the right spot, and then he made a pass that just didn't connect. But the the look that he gave, where you're just like how do you see that? How do you get it through four guys yeah. like across the slot? And then, like, you don't see him for the next eight shifts. <laughs> like, he just disappears. Uh, whether it's just on the bench or actually out there on the ice and you're not really sure if he's out there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A couple quick Hawks notes, too, real quick, before we uh, switch over to NHL. Um, Kajula is in concussion protocol. Okay. Um, I don't know when he got hit or what happened with that. I don't remember seeing anything about that. And then we also signed um, – his first name is skipping me. Oh, um, oh that, that third Regula. Regula, right? yeah. 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 To the, a three-year entry-level deal. he uh, He's likely not going to be reporting to Rockford this year because, obviously, I, he plays for the London Knights who are yeah. always go deep in the playoffs for the mm. OHL. And he's like uh, their captain or something. Yeah. Or he's like one of their captains. He, so, I keep hearing that him and Boquist play together and they were fucking – filthy together so yeah that's another thing to fucking look forward to so that like looking at the trade that we had where we sent nick schmaltz to arizona it's now become uh dylan strome and i think it's alex regula yeah um, alex, yeah alex, and yeah. like i mean if he ends up being a like a, a serviceable nhl defenseman he's got a huge fucking shot he can rip it too he's yeah. fucking big to begin with too like he's yeah. like six four six five he's, and, he's a point per game player right now yeah, in in the uh, in fourteen games, he got fifteen points. So so what so what first round boss is Bowman going to trade him for? 
<laughs> uh, Lawson Kraus. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's Arizona. That's definitely possible. <laughs> oh, it's Alec. Alec Regula. So, yeah. Pretty fucking cool. So. I mean, it's actually, it's kind of funny. He was, grew up in Michigan, got drafted by Detroit, but he mm-hmm. played for the Chicago Steel. Yeah. yeah. And now he's in the OHL. And, you know. That's 16, 17. I think he might have won the... Uh... I think it's called the Calder Cup, actually. For I think I think he might have been on that championship team. No, isn't the, the, the Clarkson? Steel? Clarkson, something Clarkson like that. Cup, yeah, yeah. I think that yeah, was the, the year the that Calder they won Cup that. is the AHL trophy. Well, yeah, I've seen other places have it be called the Calder Cup, though. All the names are the same. Guy. <laughs> like, it's like why? Every, why? Wants the hey, Kyle Calder did a big, you know, made a big impression in the league. So I <laughs> him the trophy after him. It's all over the place. <laughs> Can they just name a trophy after Cal Clutterbuck? Because I think that the, the Clutterbuck <laughs> would be hilarious. <laughs> just the, the best third or fourth liner of the year. Yeah. No, I'm talking like, league like, championship. Like a league. league, 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 league <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, you, you get a trophy that only goes to, like, the bottom third in time on ice players and <laughs> with the most points. Like, the Cal Clutterbuck trophy. That's Cal fucking, Clutterbuck. That'd be fucking funny. 200 plus hits. You got to qualify. 200 plus yeah, hits. Two 100 plus hits. 100 plus penalty minutes. Yeah. That's fucking great. Yeah, so uh, NHL talk, huh? NHL talk. A uh, qu- couple quick things, and then we'll get to, like, the main the main story of NHL the past week or so. Um, so, Sidney Crosby just had surgery yesterday or today. I don't know what the time frame was. It was yesterday. For a sports hernia. Um, so he's, and he's be out. been playing with. Yeah, actually. he's been playing with since training camp. Uh, yeah. Total hockey guy. Didn't want to put the team out. So yeah, there's too many injuries on the team. So he didn't want to go get the surgery because yeah. he didn't want to put the handi- the team in such a deep handicap. He, he was like, he's all for the boys. That's what yeah. he, that's, yeah. he is. All just like he wants to win, and that's it. Like they so, probably someone had to probably like literally like handcuff him and and bring him to the surgery. He was like, no, I'm not. No, I'm good. I got another 95 games. I can see that. Well, he thought, he tried playing with that concussion too after like the in the outdoor game. He he was trying to play still. Like they had to freaking like drag him off the ice. So um, he's out for a minimum six weeks with that. Um, so I mean, this is like do or die time right now for for Pittsburgh. Uh, is yeah, Malkin I mean, still out? No, he's back. I think. He's back. Is he? Yeah. So I, don't I guess remember. that helps a little bit then. I'm pretty sure I heard that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard or was watching a game a couple days ago. They played Boston, and they were saying his name over the over the speakers. Like, oh, good that he's back because because Crosby's out. Yeah, Crosby. Yeah, yeah it's super Malkin out there. Yeah, they were. They even talked. Yeah. I had heard a or read an article like a week and a half ago or two weeks ago that was like Sidney Crosby. You know, might be playing injured. It's like he's always playing injured. That guy is yeah. never yeah. not playing injured. At this point in his career. Also, Malkin was in the game against Chicago. He's played the last, like, five games. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, he's back. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Other than that, Mitch Marner, he's out Mitch four Mar- weeks. High ankle yeah. sprain. Which, that's a bitch. That just yeah. looked bad. Like, what What even happened? Like, it just, like, his ankle just fell off his body. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, right off the draw, he just turned and it just, like, he just fell. And his ankles look like twisted the other way. It's not, not a good look. No, not not good if you want to keep playing. You know. No, especially for that team too. That's like they're they're such a fucking seesaw season too. So it's like mm-hmm. losing their top guy. I think there was, I think I was listening to Steve Dangle today. I think they were saying that 
Marner was like their leading point getter on the power play and like averaged the most points in the last like five games, even strength two or something like that. Jesus. Like, so that's a huge offensive uh, hole that they're going to have to fill now, but Neil and just stepping up finally playing the way he's supposed to. So that's going to help them a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then very weird story out of LA. Um, Oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the, King, the Kings told Kovalchuk that he is going to be a health, healthy scratch for the foreseeable future. He's welcome to practice with the team, but they weren't going to play him. And then within 24 hours, it came out that they are just going to come to a termination on his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have to figure – they're just trying to figure out all the wording and everything like that because he's got that 35-plus contract. Um, and then yeah. – Another thing too, they were. I think they were originally going to try to trade somebody, but they would have to wait till the fifteenth of December after his. Well, that was that was yeah. It wasn't yeah. They didn't going to have to wait. It was just they were more than likely going. Cool. Well, yeah. Because, so, because the bonus would be paid out at that point. And I then, don't think any team was going to take him before then. So essentially, they yeah, no. they were going to be forced to. Yeah. Um. So he's going to get bought out, or not? I don't know if it's bought out. Term I don't know. It's mutual termination of the contract. So I think it's like he also agrees. Like buyout is like the team's like. I don't want to pay you anymore. And the player's mm-hmm. like, well, you gotta. And yeah. they're like, well, we're going to buy you out. Like, whatever. And like, I think yeah. he's also like, fine. I'll just fucking leave too. Does yeah, he... The termination's like, they both agree to it. Yeah. Like, he's like, I don't want to be here either. So. Yeah. Does think he, he just probably goes up? back to the K. Oh, he definitely gets picked up. You think so? I think, I think someone's going to go after him. I mean, he's not this, he's not Kovalchuk, like what we think of him as, but like, Last year he had and he played sixty four games at sixteen goals and eighteen assists. I mean, if he gets on a team that isn't as slow and as old as LA is, because yeah. like, I mean, for a couple of years they basically did what the Hawks are doing right now. I'm pretty now, sure right? all of their contracts are thirty five plus, right? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't start prospecting until you're twenty eight. That's yeah, right. <laughs> you're past your prime in the AHL. It's like yeah. all right. <laughs> but I think someone's gonna someone's gonna be like, hey, we just need a guy who like we don't need him to be a, de- a defensive player, and you know, yeah. just go out there and score. We'll put you in situations where you're gonna score. Cole Chuck goes to Dallas just to follow with uh, Pavelski and Perry, so that they get one from each California team yeah. that's like about like 35 <laughs> years old. <laughs> I mean, you think he's only gonna he'll, he'll sign for league minimum and all that kind of stuff. So it's like almost every team's in play too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say every team's in play. Close to every team, I should say. Okay, close. Like if you, if you, if you have a, I could see like Detroit. Detroit needs like some top six scoring, and mm-hmm. like they just traded for Pirlini. They just traded for Robbie. Fabry. I don't think that would make sense though. I don't. Yeah, but yeah. but if it's they're just trying to, they're not trying to tank. They're just they didn't need people to score fucking goals. No, I just say like I just talent. for for what they would probably need him to do. I don't think he's capable of. Yeah. I think I think you're gonna you're gonna look for a t- I think it's gonna be a playoff contender right now who mm-hmm. might need like a, a top nine forward Edmonton. That yeah. was actually I've heard a couple people saying that. That would make a lot of sense too because I heard Edmonton and literally I- just McDavid and Drysidel just you know, their foot is fucking so far on the pedal <laughs> like it's through the car like it's ridiculous like they are fucking throttling this team to a playoff spot and they do not give a shit who they're playing. Yeah. Like, it, what are you going to do, double-team one guy? Oh, the other guy on his line is also the top scorer in the NHL. <laughs> they can literally – like, that's the thing. Like, they can double-team both Dreisaitl and McDavid, mm-hmm. and that three-on-one might get you a goal. 
Yeah. Like, it's not even guaranteed. Like, they, they might be able to get you a goal. Yeah. It's so silly. The other team I heard was uh, poss- possibly Boston. Oh, yeah. That could be interesting. I mean, they're just – they're a great team as it is. I, I see them going pretty deep, just like whatever they have right now, because I've been yeah. catching more of those games out here anyways. Yeah. And they're just <laughs> – It's on TV. It's on TV, yeah. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and all you hear is the Boston people just talking about – every. they love everybody, but everyone hates Halak, which – I. Doesn't make any sense to me. Why he's he was like so good last year. I don't know. I had someone off. Like yeah, no. I I mean he's got like a nine oh nine right now, but he does things where like he'll stand on his head for a game and then he'll just get shelled and get pulled and he'll he'll lose it. Like they've given up and they gave up two games where they were up by three or more goals. They were up by four goals one game and they lost five to four. Oh, is that the that's the most recent one against Florida? Was that yeah, yeah that yeah, last yeah. game or two games yeah. ago, something like something that? Something like that. Yeah. And but Florida's just, fucking. They're, they're killing it. They're sweet. They're going. Do you have, do you have the scores, Tanner? Like for, for what going on right now? Because I know uh, Coach Q is going for uh, win number nine hundred tonight. Oh, it's two to two, uh, Jets and Panthers. Uh, about seven and a half minutes left in the third. Yes. Coach Q is going for win number nine hundred, nice. and then um, we forgot to mention last episode that Laner got win one hundred. Yeah, Laner got so, win number one hundred, and Kane moved into the top one hundred for all time scoring too. He's a top one hundred player. Yeah. NHL just called it way too early. They knew it. <laughs> so, um, and then the last like little bit of new NHL news: Andrew Ladd was placed on waivers today. Um, Who was he with? He was uh, with the Islanders. Islanders. He's the reason, got four years right. left at five point five. So the reason why uh, Lou Lamorello came out and said that they didn't, he was on like a rehab assignment uh, down in the A, and that they didn't see enough to justify bringing him back up. So he they th- they're trying they're sending through waivers because they don't think anybody's gonna take him, which yeah. fucking's got Bowman's name written all over it. But yeah, um, <laughs> he's gonna be reassigned. He's got to go like cell phone silent. Like somebody's gonna just take it away. <laughs> Can you like, do a second victory lap as a player in, on the team? Like is that yeah, we trade our first uh, first <laughs> round. It's, pick. It's called one uh, last one last shift. Isn't that what one, it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if Bowman goes and puts a claim on him. I'm fucking busting out that Bowman's a clown shirt. There's no, we don't have enough money for that. I know, like, but he'll fucking try to justify no, it. It's a total Bowman move. He no. hasn't pulled a Bowman move in a while, and I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> so you're saying he's due. He's very due. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so the main – the big story around hockey right now. Michael Hutchinson put on waivers as oh. soon as the Blackhawks smoked yeah. Toronto. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, that that has to be so embarrassing, man. Yeah, to, like, it's, it's just get shelled like that. I'm like, you're on literally one of the best offensive teams, all around teams in Toronto, and you just let up all of whatever he did. It's five goals, baby. Oh, he's had a score, weak, bad man. year, I thought too. So I mean, he's yeah. Just well, he's playing. He's playing the second game of the back-to-backs mm-hmm. with a, oh, yeah. a tired team in front of him. It yeah. doesn't if matter it's... who he's playing. Like Noli had talked about it before. Like they had a back-to-back, and they put Hutchinson in against the Boston team. It was just like, why would you do that instead of just like trying to play Anderson? Yeah, and I think they've had five or six back-to-backs already. Wow, I wouldn't doubt it, dude. That's it's ridiculous that's a schedule. Um, all right, so Hockey Night in Canada is going to have a new look this Saturday. Uh, Don Cherry was fired on Monday, which yeah. personally I think it was long overdue. Um. First, his comments that he made regarding uh, Remembrance Day for them and the poppies that all the Canadians wear 
for the veterans and all that. Um, I don't really want to go into what he said. Just basically, it was just he dropped the you people. Yeah, and that just did not go over well. It's a bad move in 2019. I'm just, I'm just that's so, a very broad generalization. And like with with what <laughs> he thinks, I just think that he was saying you people is like not like not immigrants, but just people that aren't wearing poppies. Yeah. Well, he definitely was talking about immigrants because he said you people come to our country. Oh, I guess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot that part of the quote. <laughs> you people, let's see where he goes with this one. Let's hold on. Let's pump the brakes here. This come, could go not as bad. Okay, it's bad. Right away. Come to our country, drink our milk, and eat our honey is what yeah. he said. Oh. Which didn't know milk and honey was such a big uh, Canadian thing there. Yeah, milk comes in a bag, and yeah. apparently honey is what they call maple syrup because I thought that was their big thing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that did not go over well. Um, he straight out said that he wasn't going to apologize. He doubled down on it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing kind of like a, his little press tour in Canada, trying to, like, save face a little bit. And now he's like, well, I was just planning on going to hockey night on Saturday and, you know, explaining my, my comments and all that. Not saying sorry or anything, just explaining it. Yeah. I'm going to wait a week, though. Yeah. Yeah, wait a whole week. Let's see if it dies down. I'm going to just wait a week and it'll dissolve. Like, the amount of times that he's had to do that over his career, like, we don't get hockey night in Canada, so we don't get to see all of his antics. But, like, if you just watch throughout the years, he's had to do this multiple times. There's, like, every, like, couple of months, you're like, when is Don going to give up another one? And It's (laughs) – like when is he just gonna just you're gonna be like oh Don Terry just fell off the face of the earth by what he said like you know he's just exiled they put him on like a raft and sent him out to the Atlantic Ocean like just shut up Don <laughs> they were talking about this on the Steve Dangle podcast and they were like they're like yeah what he said it was bad but it doesn't even go on his Mount Rushmore of yeah. bad things he said <laughs> like, <laughs> nah. but. Like he- he probably tore up all like when Ovi was coming. Like he probably said worse things back then. Oh but yeah, Russian, said, so it's okay. He said you can so say many things about Russians. Yeah, <laughs> and about like when that one time that Ovi got like a like like it was like goal number sixty or something like that, and he put his stick on the ice and like pretending like it was way too hot. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> and he's just like tearing him a new one. It's just like you Russians coming in here and just. <laughs> It's making a mockery out of the game, like calling Carolina a bunch of jerks for having fun. Just like, okay, man, Let's see where you're coming from. Okay. I think what then, so now people are pissed, or he's pissed at, um, was it Rob McClain? Yeah. For, oh, yeah. he says that Rob McClain threw him under the bus. People are pissed at Rob McClain because he gave his thumbs up that he does at the end of each coach's corner, which. By the way, he came out and said that he wasn't fully listening to what Don was saying because you can see it on his face. Yeah, he, he was he, he's got the earpiece on from the truck, pretty much, and he says the director was telling him what's going on. Like you know, as soon as this happens, you know, we're transitioning to this and all that. So he didn't hear everything. So yeah. he looks like a bad like he's coming yeah. off like people trying to make him look like a bad guy for like agreeing yeah, yeah, with Don Cherry. You're just you're just trying to pay attention, make it seem like you're listening, and then you got Don Cherry just going completely on his own script. <laughs> <laughs> and like if if Ron McClain heard any of it, I'm sure he would have been like, "Sorry, where was that in the notes?" <laughs> <laughs> and the amount of times that he's probably had to do that, like he's probably just like, "All right, I'm done saying my line. I'm just gonna let Don be Don." Like, have you seen? Yeah. Have, you, like, have you seen like a compilation of the faces that he's made just because of the shit that Don Cherry has said? He's always like, "What the fuck?" Like, but this oh, time he's just like he's like staring he's just like off he's just like okay 
Yep. Yeah. Like not even space. Like, and then you see him like give a thumbs up. Like, okay, we're finally done. Like, I can go and just like. Yeah. Time <laughs> to move on. It's like. <laughs> um so yeah so there's all the protests you know there's people well not protests there's there's 30 people showed up outside of uh sports net yesterday um protesting the firing um and i think people are just doing it to be funny now um but there's a lot of people very pissed off in canada saying he's a canadian icon he's all you know he, he deserved better and all that kind of stuff which kind of brought up something that was sent to um was it noli or post sent this over this morning yeah um i don't know if you heard this megan there was so like the Canadian version of the View, um, it's called what is it? The Social. Um, so. There's this chick talk. The lady, yeah, okay. chick. Yeah. <laughs> Her name is uh, Jesse Ray Allen, and she was essentially say she stereotyped hockey players into this big bully culture, saying white that, kids, it's yeah, white, white white privileged males who um, are just bullies and. Um, or essentially what Don Cherry is to hockey. So she, so she took him generalizing people and then generalized people in even like a more negative light. Like, yeah. By like trying to like add more, like there are bullies They they do like all this, they do that. Like, you're just like, what? she starts her statement by saying, I don't follow hockey, but yeah. That's yeah, how here's, here's some here's some here's some history notes for you. He's had a bad experience <laughs> with some. She says the town she grew up in, you know, the hockey players she dealt with were they were essentially they were the bullies, and they are essentially everything that Don Don Cherry represents. Um, she's like, you know, hockey players pay five thousand dollars. First off, where the fuck were they playing five thousand dollars? Because Canada. that is <clears throat> Canadian. It's Canadian money, so oh, you know it's true. only like two dollars American. That's yeah. fair. Um, <laughs> it's monopoly money. All yeah, this kind of stuff, and hockey's part of like their healthcare. Like that's it's one of their things. <laughs> it's just like her comments. It, it was just it was so frustrating. Not only because she's basically she was essentially doing what she was complaining about, and then she's going after probably one of the greatest and one of the best communities. Like honestly, yeah. hockey is mm-hmm. the hockey community is by far one of the best communities out there. It's the one of like the closest like tight-knit groups too and it's not like we like like don't shut anybody out like you get more excited when you know somebody's a hockey player but yeah. like no you just go and fucking have fun like that's pretty much what it is like every time i've ever met a hockey player like like dude let's fucking rip it up have fun like we're not making <laughs> we're not trying to start fights and fuck people up and like make fun of people or anything like that like there are, there are i mean there are asshole hockey players i know i've dealt yeah. with some growing up yeah. playing but i think majority of the people like i our entire friend group is all hockey players and it's essentially more of a family than a friend, friend group than anything. Like, and then when the hockey, you like, you talk about all these stories about the NHL players, what they do for these people, fucking biz just came out with that, that video on, was it Monday or yeah for the it, guy it from like Toronto this week? Yeah. Oh my God. That was an emotional video. This guy, I forgot what the disease was. It was like Louis something disease. I can't remember off the it, top it of my was, head. It was like Alzheimer's and dementia and um, it was Parkinson's. Alzheimer's and like Parkinson's like yeah, together. And it was something along the lines where if you tried to treat one, you're just going to make the other one way worse. So there's not really any treatment for it. And he so was only given like a, a really short timeline. Three years. To live. Yeah. So his son reached out to Biz because they do those like hockey, like first timers and like experience yeah. videos. They reached out to Biz. Biz took him to Toronto to see a game 
he met Austin Matthews, met all these guys. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if you haven't seen it, you got, it's definitely worth a watch. Make sure you got tissues though. I was fighting back tears at work. It was like, I started watching. I'm like, I should have waited to get home to watch this. Like, <laughs> it was just, but it's like, it's like stuff like that, that I don't, I'm sure other sports do stuff like that, but it's like hockey players will above them. I'm sorry. I pulled the video up just to see what the, what it sounded, what the disease was. It started playing right away. It's like, uh, oops. We'll uh, just play you the audio from the video. And yeah. yeah. Hey, what's going on? Hold on. Nine like, minutes of straight really audio. <laughs> it's like my, yeah. So my challenge, my challenge would be not like she's going to fucking hear this or anything, but it's like, she needs to open her eyes. Like she wants everybody to open their eyes to like the other side of hockey. She needs to open her eyes to the other, like the good side of hockey. And, you know, experience what these people do. I mean, a perfect example is what happened in her country with the Humboldt Broncos. Yeah. All oh that. Oh my God! Like that's like over. Was it over fourteen million dollars was raised for that team? I think it was like um, four million. I thought it was a ton. More. No, I thought it was a lot more. Yeah, there was a ton of money raised. At least four million at one point. And it was like you four million at like the next day or something. Yeah. And you know what? Ninety-five percent of that money came from the goddamn hockey community. Yeah. yeah. When like, I was working in juniors, we went around with milk buckets. Or with milk jugs and just had people do that every like we'd take a dollar out of every profit that we did like a merchandise and we'd throw it in the bucket and like our team alone probably something like i think it was like 2500 or something like that no shit. Two thousand. yeah and it was like that's just one junior team and there was also all the different like hockey clothing lines that were mm-hmm. also making yeah. like humble bronco shirts where like like basically once they cover their costs all the proceeds were going to the humble broncos like the whole like GoFundMe, and it was just, like, a couple of them weren't even doing. They were they were they were eating it. They were taking yeah. the cost on and just giving full one hundred percent. That's crazy. Like even fucking Barstool was doing it. Like yeah, my buddy bought me one of the Barstool ones. Yeah, um, it's just it's just it's so frustrating because it's like people you know generalize and all that kind of stuff, and it's like you're you're going you don't know what you're talking about. And I yeah. guess that's like the common theme for everything in life. Mm-hmm. But it's just like when this one hits you directly, it's kind of like what the fuck? Like come on. Well, it's also the craziest thing because you're talking about somebody generalizing people. <laughs> yeah, you, exactly. In your yeah, exactly. in your statement of talking about this, you are generalizing people, mm-hmm. and it's just like, how do you have credibility on this at all? Like, yeah. I, like in the clip, like it's on a TV show, and so people are like clapping. I don't know if it's a fucking applause sign, and they're just like, oh, we're on a TV show. I don't know what's going on. But like, when you're listening to it, how do you just not like? Are you using yourself as an example of what like? the fuck is going on like that's so backwards i've never seen somebody uh, like complain about something and use that com- like what they're complaining about in their complaint like mm-hmm. what the fuck <laughs> yeah i don't know it's it's a fucking terrible like it's a scary climate now and it's like no matter what someone's gonna be offended if someone's gonna be pissed off by something and i don't know it's just it's fr- it's, it's terrible that th- that she's taking shots at a community that's so great to try to make her point over an 80 year old guy who yeah. is totally past, you know, does he probably doesn't even know what the hell he did all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like he, and like, it's a guy that like, even the hockey community is kind of like, well, it's, it's grapes. Like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, grapes like said something and it's pissing everybody off. I mean, the guy, he's been doing this since the seventies. Like right. even when he was a player, he was, he was this type of person. So they like, use him as an example for a big generalization it it, it doesn't really uh it doesn't really like hold any weight and and people that actually know the game and know and like know hockey players and everything like 
instead of saying, well, it's good that they fired this guy because of what he said, they're making an example out of it. They use that as like, oh, well, everybody's like this. Everyone in the hockey community thinks this way and yeah. proves it. But the guy got fired. It's not like we anyone embraced him for saying it. No one has no one has done that like that has any like NBC's not like or TSN I should say isn't just like oh no we're gonna keep him on he's he's just the best hockey guy They're like no no we're gonna cut him out right yeah. away we know that yeah. this was wrong and to say that all hockey players are like that is just just dumb yeah. it's it's very just this is my point and I believe it type of thing yeah. without any real facts um yeah so uh two more things that I wanted to bring up and then we're gonna go do a special uh, little segment for this episode um. <laughs> So the first one kind of talking about just like the hockey community rallying together um, on Monday, there was a sh- member of the Chicago Fury U18 AAA team um, passed away um, after complications of mono. Um, it's real, really unfortunate. Um, especially Chicago Fury, you know, that's literally five minutes, like their home yeah. is five minutes mm-hmm. away from my house and all that kind of stuff. Um said that it's essentially they thought the, t- the flu was going around their, their team and he thought he just had the flu and before he knew it, he had his spleen ruptured and before they, and it was just too late for him to do anything. Um, I, I haven't seen anything, um, but if I do find something, I'll put it in the description and like in all the bio and all this kind of stuff for yeah. um, a GoFundMe. I'm sure there's going to mm-hmm. be a GoFundMe to try to help his family out with costs for that. Um, it's just a real shame, especially after – um, the CYA kid who broke his neck a couple months ago, we had the good news with him. You know, he walked out of the hospital and all that kind of stuff. So it was a good positive. So it's, it's unfortunate that a negative comes from that, uh, from another incident like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so our thoughts are with his family and his teammates and all that. Um, and then another scary incident that happened today at Calgary Flames practice, um, TJ Brody, um, actually had a seizure collapse and had a seizure on the ice. Um, so he had to be yeah. he was taken to the hospital, but it came out that he is alert and responsive. Um, and that's, I think that's all. Yeah. That's the only update right now um, that he is alert and he's responsive. Um, so Holy shit. Just so much is going on like yeah. all over yeah. the place. Just play hockey. Come on, boys. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. On the lighter side, at the did you guys see the the humble Broncos player finally was moving yeah. his legs. Moves and legs after that. So like, did he get like some like surgery in Thailand? Yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. yeah, like some experimental surgery. Um, um, I want to bring up something pretty cool that we actually put it on our Instagram. I don't know if you've seen this, Kevin, no. but a Western Michigan University <laughs> hockey player, born with three fingers, scored a hat trick, <laughs> and then. <laughs> For his celebration, he took his glove off and just hold up all three fingers. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. <laughs> like the best fucking thing. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. So that's a that's a that's a good little like that's a that's a good one. Shout out to Poets' brother for sending that to to Poets. Otherwise, I don't think oh we would have found that way too late. Uh, so it, all right, so let's wrap this thing up. We know, we'll go a little lighter note. Um, we're going to do a little audition. You know, since Don Cherry's, you know, out of the game now, Coach Corner's retired. Uh, we're going to bring up the Megan Corner for uh, this episode. Uh, a little special edition. A little special edition All here. Right. So uh, take it away, bud. 
whatever you want to um, talk about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so I, we, I mentioned this earlier. Um, so I just started working at a pro shop here in Northern Massachusetts. I won't name where it is cause it's like the only one up here. Um, <laughs> and people will be like, Oh, you're the guy that, that, that I get my skate sharpened from. Right. <laughs> um, but I have grown like, I like an immense amount of respect for the guys that we that one was actually our coach when Tanner yep. and I played in high school and he was like my pro shop guy well and he I was also my co-worker <laughs> your co-worker <laughs> and your coach like later on he was like he was our high school like our freshman year high school coach and then I became co-workers with him at the, at the pro shop I worked at like my senior year <laughs> when he was when he was then a college student playing against the the kids who were seniors <laughs> when we were freshmen so yeah. this guy's had like so I give him like the most amount of respect after the last four or five months that I've worked at this place because the amount of stupid people like that come in the door the amount of dumb questions and like dumb things that like people ask I just like I'm like how did you put up with it like he's he was there for probably with let's say he's there for at least a decade decade and a half he's there for 15 know. years he was, he was there before I even went to high school he was there like once I got out of high school it yeah, was he was there when I was in college I'm pretty sure I went back there like two years ago to get my skate sharpened and he was just like yeah I pop in like on Saturdays now like so in, in 15 <laughs> years you went from seven days a week to just Saturdays yeah. like, that's a great career path but oh it's a great place to be at that <laughs> one at least yeah I and, and you guys both worked in pro shops and like like I just want to, do you have any dumb like stories that like, or one thing that you just like drove you over the edge? Because oh, there was a, there was this great story that I heard. Um, like the first day I started working there, uh, they told me about how one time there was just like, like a couple of gay black guys decided to come into the store and like, they saw all the shirts and everything. And you know how the packs of like hockey socks, they come in too. And this is like really early two thousands. And so they they were talking to like one of the like the sales guys and he's they're just like ooh i really like these scarves because they had on a mannequin the sock was over the shoulder and and, and he just goes yeah you know the best thing about them and they they come in packs at two and they're just like fuck yeah bought like 15 <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's amazing that's These a lot great that's, scarves. That's like, great scarves. you know that story. that didn't hit in the gay community because everyone would be wearing it right now they'd be like yeah just go to the go to the pro shop get your <laughs> get your hockey socks and wear them around that's so good. <laughs> those were my favorite stories i was like that's just that's brilliant i love it oh man i can't so, think of any like specific stories but like so i still work for a hockey company now so i still mm -hmm. deal with a lot of like customer service and all that and it's just the dumbest, it, like you said, it's just dumb questions where it's like, um, cause a lot of the stuff is like dress sticks and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So it's not actually, nobody can like comprehend why, um, the, like a uh, warrior alpha is dressed as an, um, as a QRE or something like that. It's just, yeah. I wish I fucking, cause I just had one the other day. I wish I can remember it and I'm drawing an absolute blank and I'm so pissed off cause it was fucking hilarious. So like our store is like we have everything. It's like the only place to get helmets, shoulder pads, elbow pads in there. Like we have one main giant store where we do everything and like you get custom skates there. We do everything, yeah. right? We get pro stocks from like college teams and like uh ECHL, AHL, and NHL teams. It's like a big hub. And all you get is like my biggest pet peeve is people that like always the best players don't really care what they're wearing. They don't care what kind of skate they have. Like Sidney Crosby's wearing the same jock since like 
yeah. whenever. Like, he's probably yeah. like everyone wears the same shin pads and like the same stick, and everyone's like, "Oh, I gotta get the." All these kids come in and they, they're like, "Well, what does Patrick Kane use?" I go, "I don't like. What do you? What do you? Why are you asking me?" And then they always go and they buy like the most expensive stick, and then you look at like what actual players use. They're all using like the medium inner, like the the middle grade stick. Like they're using like. They're using like four or five models behind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like everyone like buys Patrick Marlowe was using like the, the one brand of skates that they don't make anymore. And he yeah. had to finally switch. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like yeah. Solani where the Jofa, like, and mm-hmm. they nobody else had it. Like, yeah. was it Mike Green had to have like the Easton stealth? Like, like, and there was he was searching the internet for anybody that just had extra <laughs> ones in the skin, the one that he used and was buying them off of people because he didn't want to use any other stick. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Pittsburgh yeah. Penguins sold us all of Phil Kessel's Easton sticks when Easton refused to pay up like the, the branding fee. So oh, really? the reason why Easton's not you don't see Easton in the game anymore is because Easton doesn't pay the, the, the league fee to have like their stuff out there. <laughs> he found out and was so pissed that Pittsburgh actually called us back up, bought all the sticks back. At our price, not at what we they sold them to us, <laughs> because Phil was furious. No taxis, bro. That is, awesome. <laughs> that is amazing. It's a, it's just I love the parents that come in. They go like, "Well, Connor McDavid's wearing all CCM." I go, "Yeah, well, what does that matter? Connor McDavid could wear Shearwood equipment yeah. or like Coho equipment from the '90s and he'd still be the best player in the world." Like your kid sucks because he doesn't want to. CCM he just wants to look cool. That's CCM's it. CCM's the most uncomfortable gear that I think I've ever had. I actually I I got I've got CCM skates now and I like them, but the gloves suck. The helmet yeah. sucks. Well, that's the thing. Like, there's definitely like there's definitely grades for like the way the equipment works. Like one brand has a much better like glove then another one has yeah. a much better like elbow pad one has a much yeah. better helmet like that's the thing like do you want like the it's best shit or do you want yeah. anything that everybody else is wearing mm-hmm. it's like so it. funny it, like, that's the whole reason about like the players with like branding like sticks and stuff it's like mm-hmm. i want like that one it's yeah just... like people come in and they're like they're like oh do you only have this these two pro stock sticks like yeah the pro only got four like, <laughs> you got two of them like you getting his pro stock stick and cutting it down 10 inches isn't going to change the way that's a story right there so this guy is like i really like the air carlson stick air carlson stick and i'm like oh yeah i mean it's a good curve you know it's just a p28 curve you know 75 eight, and he's got 75 and 85 flex mm-hmm. y5 you know it's a good standard thing okay well i need to cut it down about eight inches <laughs> and i'm like so you want like 57 56 he goes yeah he goes but you know that shouldn't affect the flex at all, right? I'm like, oh, uh, rule of thumb, you know, typically two inches every two inches, it's about it adds about ten to the flex. So you're looking yeah. at about thirty to forty added to the flex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, well, not I, to, you're not gonna be able to flex this stick, bro. I yeah. he goes, well, I need I need um an eighty five flex and a live five. I'm like, well, you know, for what you need to cut it down, we don't have that right now. All right, whatever. So the end the conversation goes all through like our like email system and all that. Coming that day, this dude bought six of those sticks, overnights them, gets it, cuts down two of them, calls back. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It's just way too – it's like way too stiff. Way too stiff. Yeah, I took an 85 He's like, flex and made it yeah, 120. He bought the 85 one. I told him, I go, if you're going to cut it down, at least buy the 75 one. Yeah. He goes, so I need, to return, I need to return these. I'm like, you cut them down, right? Nope. He goes, yeah. I'm like, no, we can't take that back. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's terrible customer service right there. Like, oh, is it? That is not. Like, Here, I'm just going to go ahead and break this. Uh, yeah. you, can you take this back now, please? Yeah, also, exactly. just a quick update. Tampa just scored a ninth goal. So we're looking at maybe maybe a 10-goal game here. Jesus Christ. There's still seven and a half minutes left. What's it? It's, it's, they just, is it nine to one now? It's nine to two. Nine to two. Yeah. My Tommy Veselowski's playing at least. I wonder what sticks they're using. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the only time every, did... every four goals that um, Tampa Bay gets, uh, the Rangers get one. I, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I will say this, though. When it comes to, like, people looking for sticks, I, I've always been the same way. Like, it doesn't matter. But I, pick, I picked up the, the Bauer ADV stick. Oh. That's I've heard I've oh I've I've sold a bunch of them and people are like, what does it do? Does it basically shoot for you? I'm like, yeah, basically it does. It, you don't got to put anything into it because it's so like. So when I cut my stick down, it it's, ends up being like 380 grams. Mm-hmm. I can't pick up another stick now without thinking it's like well, a fucking weighted training like training <laughs> stick. Like I've officially ruined hockey sticks for myself. That sucks. I was gonna say, Kevin, you got to tell the story about the the skates that you were telling oh us before God. we started recording. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So this is what well, the like. two the two stories too. Like they're oh, ridiculous. The, yeah. So well, the the one um, one's more of a common occurrence, probably. I'm just gonna keep talking over you. I'll just tell you the story. More <laughs> <you're talking over. laughs> yeah, that one story. We'll just keep referring to the story, but I haven't told it yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So you're talking about the one with the with the two broken blades. Yeah. That one, and then just like why skates are rusted. Yeah. Oh my God. So, all right. So this is my biggest pet peeve. My biggest pet peeve is people coming in and telling me like, cause mostly I work at rinks too. So like, it's just a sharpener and like whatever little stuff. And they'll come in and they'll be like, what's that? He said, he said, he said where he works. He said where he works, he works at a <laughs> rink somewhere in Massachusetts. <laughs> um, and people will come in and they'll be like, my son got his skates sharpened and, and he says that they're dull. And you look down at them and there's a big gouge across the side of them or whatever. And you're like, when did you get these skates sharpened, buddy? Like, and you're blaming me, the skate sharpening guy. And he's like, I don't know, like a month ago. You're like, okay. So yeah, a month ago. Right. Um, So this one parent comes in and he, we're just chatting. He just asked me questions about the, it was actually about the ADV stick. And he goes, Hey, like uh, to his kid, he's like, you need your skate sharpened. The kid's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. He goes, I'm going to go get his skates. Like he never gets them sharpened. It's been several weeks. So he goes into grabs the skates out of the bag brings them to me and look and just shows them to me and they're two cracked blades right down the like they were literally in the same spot and you can see the blades are just like off like there's like the line oh, is no. just like this i'm like how long has he been playing like this he goes i don't think he's taken his skates out of his bag other than to play in like two weeks so he's been skating like that for oh two whole weeks so and then i had to send this guy because we did i didn't have the blades because it was the old ccms with the screws in it oh yeah you oh, got to yeah. screw in the, like through like, the, the heel screws. and we don't we don't have it it's like the xs blade or whatever we don't yeah, that quick we don't release. have anymore yeah yeah everything's on a quick release trigger system now oh, so yeah. it's just you can just pop them in and out so i had to send this guy to another store another one of our stores and have them sharpen it and put him in front of the line of all these and he drove like 20 minutes out he's from connecticut so he's like three hours from home he's like i don't know how this kid did this what an <laughs> idiot and like the i'm just like how have you been skating like that like with completely broken edges and then he's like yeah he's he scored like five goals in the past three games i'm like your kid is just a stud like he's a stud and he doesn't give a shit he's like you bought him these like 800 dollars skates and he's just like fuck you dad 90 dollar blades whatever i'll just break them and skate on them for two more Jesus weeks Christ. black steel too uh, no, I gave him the black steel because that's all we had left. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
yeah so that just stuff like that it just really frustrates me and then people coming up and like being like giving you wet skates like a yeah. wet skate like i have to handle this right like oh yeah Damn, you know like it's I, so gross it's so gross it's so gross so gross and junior players are the worst if you're a junior player and you're listening to this dry your shit off before you go to a pro <laughs> shop because you don't you come right from practice you don't take a shower you bring your fucking bag in <laughs> and your skates are wet and everything's wet and you're like can you retake my stick and the stick's all wet and you're like well how am i gonna do this but you hand Wait, junior players are asking you to tape their stick Dude, i had one guy go like how do you cover the toe i'm like you're 17 you're playing in like some some like the ehl or something like that i'm like i don't even play in hockey buddy you don't know how to tape around the toe he's like oh can you get me the scissors i can't cut the just like a regular tape like it just a rip he couldn't rip the stick i'm like you're six four like 200 pounds <laughs> like you're this grown-ass man like and you're asking me the pro shop guy to rip your tape or tape your stick for you and it's like oh it just drives me up a wall the guys That's don't know tough. how to do this and this used to be look. stuff that like like Tanner used to tape guys sticks on our team because they just didn't yeah. care because he's like he's like so into it right yeah but like how do you are you that just obnoxiously like not connected to your equipment like I yeah. know every little piece of detail of my equipment I don't care what equipment I have but I'm like oh yeah that strap's broken whatever you know that type of it stuff still works like, like it, it still fall works off. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then there, and just like the very that must have been what the kid was thinking. He's like, "Well, that those blades are cracked, but they haven't fallen off. Still, still fucking bingo in every game. It doesn't matter." <laughs> oh man, it's that and that that and uh, uh, what is it? It's like men's league players that decide that they need to go out and get the custom fit skate, and they're like, "No, no, no, my foot feels better in the other skate." I'm like, "Yeah, but." You're spending nine hundred dollars. You get you you play once a week. Like you just started playing last year. You don't need nine hundred dollars skates. Do you, do you know who picked up those uh, nine hundred dollars skates? Oh, I I have I have his name written in the system somewhere. Every time he comes in, I go to the back because I yeah. don't want to deal with him for two hours. <laughs> Noli Noli picked up a pair. No, oh, no but shit. to be fair, to be fair, he got them half off. Okay. Oh, okay. But okay. he still, but still, like yeah. he was in there doing like the whole thing, and I'm just like I'm watching him, and I'm like. What school are you going to, bud? (laughs) (laughs) That is great. They are sick looking, though. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is one thing to, like, look really cool, but no one knows the difference between, like, a a 2S Supreme and an S29. Absolutely no one will know what what the difference is. I just – I had to get my my little vent out. This, this really grinds my gears, guys. It really grinds my gears. Dry your shit. Dry your shit. Take care of it. Yeah, and don't don't like come right off the ice. Like if you come right off the ice and you put your like soaker on, and then parents come up and they're like, "Well, his blade keeps getting rusted. What can you guys do about it?" I'm like, "You can dry off your skates. Like yeah. your rivets are falling out. Like, and you blame us." And they're like, "Well, put it on the Sparks machine." I go, "Sparks machine ain't gonna help you. This thing's broken. Like I'm literally <laughs> holding a skate that should not be used." <laughs> fucking holders falling off yeah like, holders um fall. yeah why did you do this yeah <laughs> why'd you do this to my son's skates yeah. like, <laughs> sorry first time i'm touching these things jesus <laughs> jesus christ yeah but i i feel like some part of it is like sometimes it's parents enabling them like one parent came up to me and said hey do you guys sell the uh the stick handling system with the lights on the bottom i go what are you uh, talking about he goes yeah. oh i saw this it's got it's like eleven hundred dollars and it shows you where to stick handle yeah go, pure, pure pure hockey sells that I'm like, just because, like, 
you putting that numerical value into it isn't going to make your kid play any better. I know kids that like literally go outside before school and they shoot a hundred pucks or whatever. They stay yeah. out there for 45 minutes and those kids are good because they want to try. Yeah. But just I mean, throwing money at the wall is and people just like, well, I spent $800 on his skates and he's, you know, he's still not even one of the best players on the team. <laughs> Like, please stop talking to me. Maybe you can buy goals. <laughs> is this like some sort of microtransaction thing that they're trying to do? It's like, oh, the more money I spend, the more goals he'll score. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, you don't just, it's it's not NHL like, NHL twenty rules. Like, yeah, right. you get the best things for him. He'll be the best player out there. It's, it still takes talent. Yeah, it's talent, yeah, skill, bit. and effort. You know, yeah. like you can have two, not one, but you pretty much need at least two. <laughs> so that that was my Don Cherry rank. You people. <laughs> <laughs> oh no don't do that uh, you, you hockey parents out there <laughs> and you junior players well this podcast was fun while it lasted uh, <laughs> you know it's all good it's been a great 81 episode guys <laughs> couldn't reach Man. 100 <laughs> i mean what i don't mean we're gonna run out of like players numbers by 100 so that's when the that's when it's over well, also also when did kids get allowed to start using 99 again they, what? Is that happening? They shouldn't be. I shot a pair of skates, and it was uh, it wasn't Step Steel. It was another one of those like top end brands, like a really good blade, custom. I, I think they're called like Elite Blades or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like you know like they're reflective and all that. It had this kid's name on the blade, and then ninety nine. And I looked what? at it, and I was like, who lets that? Like, what parent? What team is like? Yeah, we're gonna let someone wear ninety nine. Is that still not a thing? It shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be a thing. Like. But I, I mean, none I've of these none of these kids have like watched Wayne Gretzky while they were growing up. Yeah. Like, no, but I'm... like, oh no! You know what it is? They're they were born in the year nineteen ninety nine. They're born in the year nineteen. They're twenty years yeah, old. Yeah, those, those are twenty year olds. Those are twenty year old kids. <laughs> a twelve year old kid, and like, and this is this is me coming back. Like I was chirping the kid, chirping the kid, like because him and his dad left, and he comes back, and he's the sweetest kid, and his dad's really nice. And I was like, "You're such an ass for chirping this kid." But someone oh. should tell him that you shouldn't wear ninety nine. Oh, ninety nine, sixty six. Yeah, uh, like the league was like, "No, no one's wearing ninety nine ever again in the yeah. NHL." But you yeah. get to wear it, Mister Twelve Year Old Triple A Player. It's always like into and beer league. The guys that wear ninety nine in beer league are the fucking worst. Yeah. Like they came and fucking skate. <laughs> And it's like you want to chirp him, but it's like it's just it's too easy. Like I don't want to. Like, hey Gretzky, take a fucking seat. And like, just, whatever. Like I don't fucking know. That's so weird to me. Like yeah. Where um, the only other the only other person who can wear it is Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. He's got the ninety nine on his jersey. That's the only other guy that's yeah. allowed to wear ninety nine. <laughs> this is Sunnyvale with the C right here. <laughs> that's fucking great. <laughs> All right, boys. So I think uh, that's about going to do it for this episode. Uh, episode 81, the host. Hosa, uh, baby. Hosa. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Megan, thank you so much for coming on, filling in. Definitely yeah, thanks, on, boys. This was Definitely got to have you right. on again. So. <laughs> Yo, call me up from the minors whenever. I'm just going to sit in front of my, my, my mirror over here behind me. I just talk to myself. So I'm just waiting for the shot to come up to the big leagues again. <laughs> All right, boys. So for Megan, Tanner, and myself, uh, we will see you next time. Love you, boys. Follow the boys on Twitter at WCB Podcast, on Instagram at WCB Podcast, and like them on Facebook, the Windy City Badgers Podcast.